Hey, people. I'm Trevor Atkinson, and I'm here with my sexy wife, Cassidy oh, Ray Atkinson. No. <laughs> okay. I Hi, am, girl. I am sexy. It's true. Hi, girl. <laughs> and this is a podcast. Tell me you've seen this. Where I make my wife watch sweet movies that everyone's seen from their childhood if they were normal. <laughs> I feel really attacked <laughs> and complimented in this right? intro. <laughs> Gotta even it out. Gotta even it out. Anyway, baby, have you seen Ferris Bueller's Day Off? You know, I have not. Why not? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Just go see it, bro. Okay, I'm gonna. Seen it, she hasn't seen it. She's gotta see it. Doesn't she know that everyone's seen it? Still, she hasn't seen it. I don't understand it. I'm losing my mind. Yeah. All right, here we are. Here we are. At the crossroads. <laughs> At the crossroads of... What, my viewing of Ferris Bueller's Day Off? Yes, of course. Are you excited? I lo- I've seen this movie like 30 times. <laughs> I know, you, you talk about it. So good. A lot. In so good. The 15 years I've known you. <laughs> so, yeah, you want to just get into it? I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I just want to watch it. Let's just watch it. What do you think it's about? <laughs> Um, I think he, isn't it about him, like, skipping school? I mean, it's a little bit more than that. No, but yeah, I know that's basically what it's about. In my head, I've always thought it was, like, he's skipping school, but then he ends up going on some crazy adventure, like the adventures in babysitting or something. Yeah, I I would say it's a very coming-of-age story. Oh, it's a coming-of-age story? In one afternoon? Yeah. Yeah, one afternoon, yeah. Oh. I mean, you know, they're, like... Senior year, you know what I mean? So it's like... Is it senior skip day? No, it's not senior skip day. It's just a day. Okay, okay. Don't don't get that tone with me. I don't day. know. <laughs> Here's what I know about this movie. I know that there's like uh, a principal or teacher that's like his arch nemesis. Yeah. I know that there is a, <laughs> a robe. Like there's a cut scene where he's wearing a specific robe or something, right? Yeah, I mean, that's that... Deadpool reference or whatever. Yeah, and that, that's the other thing. The only other thing I know is that apparently at the end of Deadpool, that was a Ferris Bueller reference. Yeah, very much so. Yeah, I had no idea. We we saw Deadpool in the theaters, and that scene came on. Everyone was like, "Oh!" Yeah, and I yeah. was like, "I'm like, what? What is it? What does it mean?" <laughs> I don't get it, guys. <laughs> oh, and never were you more embarrassed to be with me than in that moment. <laughs> Because you were so dismissive. You're like, ah, it's from a movie. Stop. Let me watch this. You're embarrassing us. <laughs> but we're here, and I'm. It's honestly it's all time. I know, and I'm gonna You've get to it. watch it. Wow. So do you? Do you think I'm gonna like it? Hmm. I don't know. Great. Because it's not like. <laughs> no, I'm nervous. It's not like. Um. I think you need either like it to be a horror or like. A adventure movie or like a lot of stuff to be happening and there's certainly a lot of stuff that happens in this movie but it's like it's different and it's not like stranger things 80s you know it's like more like kids about to go to college a little older and stuff like okay. that so i don't know i don't know it's always a crapshoot do you remember when you first saw this oh man i'm sure it was pretty little but no i don't and how many times do you think you've seen this movie i just said like maybe I probably watch this movie at least every two years or once a year. So. Dang. Yeah. All right. I mean, and it's good. Like when you're in a hotel room or whatever and it's like, you know, you, I, we don't normally have cable, but like if I scroll, it's on. Like I'm, I'm watching it. I'm not going to change like, the channel. I like how your hotel room <laughs> is like, oh, I'm going to watch Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Mine's like, oh, Forensic Files is on. <laughs> <laughs> um, so if you had to like real quick give a reason why you think this is essential movie viewing like why do i why do i have to see I this think movie this movie's like i don't know if i can i don't know it's like the, some of the scenes in this movie like like the parade scene and i don't know they're at, there's this part where they're um at the museum of modern art in chicago and there's just this little shot and this doesn't give anything away but it's just one of those paintings you know where the guy dots everything stippling you, yeah yeah and there's the way they shot it and just the sequence. It's like I've never forgotten it since I was a kid. So I just think there's a lot of, I mean, maybe it is iconic. There's some scenes in this movie that people reference, you know. So do you think like when I watch it, I'm going to all of a sudden realize so many other things I took for granted were actually references to this movie? 
people reference this movie a lot. Like, Family Guy references this movie. Which I'm sure I've never once picked up on. Yeah. I bet yeah. I've thought, damn, the guy was just being funny. Cool or something, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Family Guy does the scene I'm talking about. Okay. Yeah, it's hilarious. So I probably have seen it, I just have no idea. You've probably seen it, yeah. They do it, but with Peter or whatever. And okay. Yeah, it's so funny. But no, I just, I don't know. I mean, when you, some movies just have that. Yeah. You know, it's not like, there's no special effects in this movie. I mean, it's just, you know, just high school and kids and... Yeah. And it, it, some movies just have that vibe that kind of will last forever. And I think this is definitely one of them, for sure. I'm really excited to see it just so people will stop being like, what? Every time I have to say <laughs> I've never seen Ferris Bueller's Day You've never off. seen what? <laughs> yeah. I think every like 10th episode should be one of those just gigantic, like, what? Yeah. Like, Back to the Future. Ghostbusters. It's like when I told Kristen Longo I'd never seen The Craft. I thought she was going to... I'm pretty sure part of her soul did die in a right. to heaven. <laughs> but, but yeah, that's all I got. No, I think you'll uh, like it. I think I think you'll like it. All right, well, uh, guys, let's let's do this. We'll see you in uh, 30 seconds. All right, cheers, baby. Cheers. <laughs> all righty. All right. Let me crack open my uh, LaCroix. Nice. Thank you. Paramount, a golf western company. Did you know they were a golf western company? I did not. It's John Hughes. John Hughes. Matthew Broderick. I know who he is. There it is. Oh, it right into it. I like it. Here we go. Ooh, cheers. What's the matter? Oh, it's Ferris. What? What's wrong? What's wrong? For Christ's sake, look at it. All right, we're back. <laughs> we're back. We watched the movie. Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Many moons ago. It is a classic. <laughs> uh, all right, here's what happened. We tried to record this back in October three times. Three times we tried to record this on two separate microphones, two different computers. Really? Yep, I remember it. I remember it because it haunts me. We had some bad mics in the past. Yeah. Or one bad mic. Well, two bad, two mics. bad mics. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever the case is, uh, we both got really frustrated, and then uh, Ferris Bueller just like didn't happen because we were upset. Uh, but many moons later, we're uh, we have a better setup. <clears throat> it got lost in podcast Christmas past. <laughs> and now we're gonna. Um, now we're Ghost. finally in a good place. We're healthy. We've really like learned to love ourselves. We found That's ourselves. We did some eat, eating, praying, loving, and what? now we're now we're gonna. We had a journey of Julia Roberts, <laughs> and now we're finally in a place where we can um we can talk about Ferris Bueller's Day Off again. When you think about it, it was really his day on. That's right, <laughs> and it was kind of like I said Cameron's on day on. Yes. <laughs> um, the I feel like we're kind of doing a different format too. We're we're gonna be loosely talking about movies instead of a playback because I think everyone's probably tired of hearing my voice for like an hour and a half straight. Your but sweet, sultry, <laughs> sultry. sultry. You couldn't even voice. say the word without this like coffee is messing up my throat, <laughs> and it's very hot in here. It's gonna turn the oh, heat I feel down. so good right now. Um. Yeah, so this all kind of works. But to be fair, there wasn't really like a whole lot to even... Ferris Bueller is... Why are you on your phone? I'm turning the heat down. I'm boiling. <laughs> I'm trying to have a conversation I'm boiling with you. alive. <laughs> yeah, our pets are like dying on the floor right now. Except for Rockstar. She looks happy. She's right by the heater. She's so smart. <laughs> um... There, this movie is like a perfect movie, so there's really not a whole lot to like it joke around. Yeah, it's really good. I can't even think of like one solid critique. It's the battle of good and evil. What? Ed Rooney, he's evil. I wouldn't say Rooney's <laughs> evil. What? It's not like Thanos. <laughs> oh yeah, he's evil. <laughs> I mean, he's got his issues. Oh my god, I'm he's like, obsessed with so ruining. Funny. This one kid's life. Like, this yeah. All right, why don't we goal. jump into it? Well, give me a summary of the movie. Like, what's this movie about? It's the coming of age story of three young, bright kids. <laughs> <laughs> Is that it? Yeah. 
<laughs> Sorry, I'm very hungover today. My head's a little cloudy. <laughs> Had checkers last night too, so. You are all sorts of messed up. <laughs> checkers is kind of one of those like checkers. once a year we get checkers because it destroys you. Yeah. It's Went so right good, through though. my system. Oh, it's so, so great. Good. I mean, if you really ever need to detox, just go get some uh, checkers. checkers. Yeah. yeah. Get a baconator. Ooh, oh, it's okay. <laughs> yeah, it's a once a year thing. Mm-hmm. It's very delicious. Oh my god, checkers. Okay. Checkers uh, advertisement. <laughs> Today's episode brought to you by Checkers. checkers. <laughs> you can use our promo code <laughs> yeah. to get ten percent off of checkers. checkers. <laughs> um here, I'm gonna try and give a summary now. <laughs> it's it's the story of Ferris Bueller, his girlfriend and best friend. They skip school. Sloan. Sloan and Cameron. <laughs> yeah, Cameron's and his best friend, yeah. They skip let me just get my three sentence synopsis <laughs> out. The three Fer- okay, God, you're, I'm all messed up now. Ferris Bueller is beloved by everyone except for his sister and principal, and the principal wants to catch him to set like make an example of him. To yeah, students. because he makes good kids have bad ideas. Yes. So the whole movie, like on the surface, is they skip school, have an epic day, and the principal is trying to um, basically expose them and get them so they can't graduate, expel them. I don't know. Well, What's mostly good? Ferris. He wants to make sure he gets. He expelled. wants Ferris. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's had nine absences. Nine. <laughs> Until Ferris edits that, because he's like a computer hacker somehow. But <laughs> all right, let's get into it. <laughs> That's it. Was it a good synopsis? That was amazing. Aww. It was like I watched it again. Oh, you're so sweet. Yeah. What do you think um, the deeper meaning of this film is? Uh, life moves pretty fast. Um, if you don't stop so- and look around once in a while, <laughs> you could <can> miss it. <laughs> wow. Did you come up with that yourself? Uh, I did. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I think it's about... <laughs> I think it's about... Um, I think it's really about Cameron. Like yeah, his best friend. Him stepping out of his shell. Yeah, I think like I think both his Sloane and Ferris are like we gotta. Mostly Ferris is like my best friend is like fading away, kind of in the monotony of things, and he's got a lot of pent up. I think. Yeah, I think anger. Obviously, the it's about Ferris, but it's really about how he affects everyone and. In a good Everyone way. Everyone else is a journey because even his sister kind of has a yeah. She has a, some character development where she learns to because they're like everyone around the people that get frustrated with Ferris are just so tightly wound. Like they are, they yeah. worry so much, um, and so he kind of like teaches them to you know live a little. I think relax. Rooney though, he's just Rooney. Yeah, Rooney doesn't have a character <laughs> like arc. He just is like he wants to get Ferris, and that's that. And he Rooney doesn't is speak. the principal, by the way. Of, you already know whoever's listening to this, but yeah. That's the, yeah, probably at this point, <laughs> I was the only person alive who hadn't seen this film, so it's exciting to be, you yeah. know, among you all now for the first time. This film's like 35 years old. Yeah. It's 84, right? I think so. You would know yeah. better than me. Um, brilliant. But I, let's, uh, let's break into some of, the, some of the elements of the film. How does it start? That's a good question. No, it starts out with... Uh, <laughs> You're like, still feeling that checkers. Ferris is in bed, right? It starts out and he's in bed. And yeah, he fakes being sick. And his parents come up and... And they're very concerned. They're extremely concerned. And his sister does not buy No, she's like it. at the door like, so what's with him? Yeah. And he's like winking at her when his parents aren't looking. <laughs> and his hilarious. mom like whips around like, he's not, not feeling, feeling well. well. <laughs> Clearly, they have a favorite child, and yeah. it's not her. <laughs> so his mom tells his dad that his palms are clammy and his stomach hurts. He's seeing spots. And he's seeing spots. <laughs> yeah. Dang, he totally sells it. Yeah, he's really good. I mean, Ferris is like a master manipulator who uses his <laughs> powers for good mostly, which yeah, is wonderful. Which is a good thing. Because, I mean, if imagine if he was like devious and still that cunning. He would be... Trouble. Dangerous. Yeah, he would be dangerous. Um, so yeah, the the first thing you kind of notice too is how Ferris breaks the fourth wall all the time. Kind of like Deadpool. Yeah, it's well, I mean, Deadpool's probably like Ferris, right? I mean, 
Yeah, I'm not sure which came first. I think Ferris. Deadpool, if I remember correctly, is actually pretty recent. Is it? Yeah. Ooh, don't quote me. I'm about to make a lot of comic fans very mad. <laughs> but <laughs> but I, think, I think he is relatively recent in the grand scheme of things. Uh, but Which honestly makes it so funny that there was that Ferris moment in Deadpool because it's perfect. Like Both the characters break the fourth wall all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was cool. It's... Uh, well done. Um, he breaks the fourth wall all the time. It's almost like a PowerPoint where he explains to the viewer how to fake being sick. He, like, well, so the parents are like, you know, you just stay in today. And so they leave and the sister goes to school. And, he, and then he just looks at the camera. This, I think this is the first time he breaks the first wall. I think wall, so, too. And he goes, they bought it. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like so perfect. And all of a sudden you're like, oh, he's talking to us in this movie. All right, this is cool. He's like very like fun, dramatic. Like he tells his sister... While his parents are still in the room, you have your health. Yeah. Be thankful. I'm like, God, this is so. I just <laughs> it's love very it. Dramatic. Love it's the so drama. Great. It's such a great drama. Um, so yeah, he breaks the fourth wall. He explains. Um, there's the music in this film is freaking great. Like it's just 80s at its absolute best. Um, and we find out that it's like it's his ninth sick day, which is why the principal is like not today (laughs) i'm gonna get you but he's been doing this successfully so far um so right so the principal calls his mom at work right yeah to basically tell her um your son has missed nine days she's like that's there's absolutely no way that's possible and he's like i'm looking at it right here on the computer right and as he's looking at it the numbers go like nine to eight to seven to six which is funny like (laughs) why would he delete it like that (laughs) but you know the movie's just trying to show you that then it shows him at his computer. He's like, my sister got a car. I got a computer. How's yeah. that for a bad sign or yeah, something yeah. like that? <laughs> and somehow he's able to hack into what I love the, They don't explain it at all. <laughs> I love how they're just like, look, if you give your kid a computer, they will learn how to hack. Yeah. Right? <laughs> That's exactly what's going to happen. You want to set your kid up for success? Get them a computer. They'll become a master hacker. No big deal. Right. Um. It, then it cuts to like, you know, he's like getting ready, blah, blah, blah. Um, but then there's a scene that I think everyone knows because you must have quoted it about eight million times in our relationship where it's the most boring teacher in existence taking attendance <laughs> and it's basically showing how like ferris isn't there right but... it show, it sh- it's actually shows that school is horrible oh, <laughs> like, God. school is the most boring experience so of anyone's life <laughs> there's all these long dramatic shots of kids just staring in, and they're just so spaced out and so bored. I, when I saw that, I immediately was transported back to like 10th grade economy class. I'm yeah. like, God, I can't even begin to tell oh, yeah. you. I literally fell back. asleep in that class. But it, oh, yeah. it's funny you say that too, because like in the shower scene where Ferris is getting ready, he does say he's like, you know, I know that faking sick is childish and stupid, but so is high school. I'm yeah. like, yeah, he really freaking is, man. I don't miss high school a bit. But yeah, so the he the teacher's like, you do this impression better than I do. But he's taking attendance. Yeah, and he takes attendance so like slowly and just what yeah. I can't think of the word. Just his monotone, monotone. his voice, and he's just saying like Christy, <laughs> Jeff, and he gets to Bueller, and he just doesn't stop. Yeah, it like doesn't <laughs> compute in his head yeah, that, that he's like, not there, yeah. that he wouldn't be at school. He's just like Bueller. <laughs> Bueller. Until it's finally beautiful. someone says something. It's like that one. She's like, I heard from this friend and this friend, this is friend or whatever. Like that. The grapevine in this school is intricate. <laughs> yeah, the word just gets around, and everyone finds out. And they, it's like this. Well, we'll get into it, but it's like he's got cancer. He has this. Or he has all these serious illnesses. People are like desperately concerned about Ferris Bueller. Yeah. Which is so beautiful. Um, It cuts to, um, after the teacher taking attendance scene, uh, (laughs) there's some more, like, they're setting things up. We realize that Ferris is calling his friend Cameron, who his family is very well off. Like, they have a really beautiful modern home, like, nice cars. Yeah. It's like mid-century modern. Oh, it's beautiful house. That garage is so sweet, too. He's basically saying, I'm too sick to do this. Um, I can't skip school, blah, blah, blah. I'm dying. But uh, Ferris eventually talks him into it. And he also, like, breaks the fourth wall again and explains how his friend Cameron is wound real tight. What do you say it was, like, like a... Diamond? There was some sort of diamond Oh, reference. yeah, he put a lump of coal up his ass, and in a week he'd have a diamond. Yeah, <laughs> okay, that's right. Um, 
so then it kind of explains, it cuts to the principal being like, um, like you were saying, Colin Ferris's mom at work, and it's like, I will hold him back, blah, blah, blah. Um, and then you realize, okay, the, the principal Rooney is going to be, he's going to be the, he's the, the antagonist, antagonist here. Yeah, he's the evil yeah. guy. Uh, meantime, you know, Ferris is having a good time. He's getting ready for his day. Um, and his sister is at school, you know, pissed off because she knows her brother's faking. Uh, but everyone loves Ferris. The freshmen are calling him. Um, he, we realize that Ferris has this thing where he can, he's just like really clever and kind of like engineering wise quick. Like he yeah. sets up these like, like a fake mannequin in his bed. It's all rigged up with like wire and whatnot. So it moves. Just when, in case his parents Just in case. And yeah. when his like, when the freshmen call him to see how he's doing, he's like got a synthesizer out. He's playing like fake puking sounds. sounds on yeah. it. It's so funny. Um, He's, so, like, getting that one kid out of summer school. Like, yes. he's just doing all this stuff for all the freshmen. Like, he's, like, the coolest thing. Yeah, the freshmen stuff. are like, oh, yeah, you know Ferris? Yeah, I know Ferris. He's getting <laughs> me out of summer school. school. <laughs> I want a friend like Ferris. Oh, what a great guy. Yeah, everybody wanted that. <laughs> um, Cameron's having, like, an existential crisis about whether or not to go to Ferris. Um, he, yeah, he's, like, he's so he's walking up to his car. He's got a Red Wings jersey on, which yeah. is super sweet. <laughs> And he's like sitting in there and he's like, he'll keep calling me. He'll keep calling me till I come over. And he's like, and he's like hitting the steering wheel. <laughs> Cause he actually is sick, but yeah. Ferris is trying to prove to him that it's just in his head or, or Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Cause I mean, I, you don't realize that yet, but this movie really is about Cameron. It's yeah. like getting Cameron out. I mean, at least that's out how I feel. Out into the world. Yeah. Spread, spread your wings. Experience bro. life, man. Uh, while this is happening, Ferris's girlfriend, Sloane, also, like, they do a fake grandma dying thing, and so she gets out of school. And then, like, my favorite part, one, I mean, there's so many good parts in this, but one of my favorite parts is when Ferris goes to, Ferris convinces Cameron to, like, take Cameron's dad's car, which is, like, some dope Ferrari. There's, like, maybe 300 of them in the world. Well, first he has... Cameron call Ed Rooney oh. as Sloane's father. Yeah, there's this, but <laughs> yeah. So you know, to just do to have the plan work perfectly, he has Cameron call in this fake you know crony voice that he uses or whatever. And I think like all of this to say that Ferris has a contingency plan for his contingency plan for his contingency plan. <laughs> well, like, yeah, he always has every. Yeah, he does a bunch of these things like, but yeah, and it always like Rooney always tries to catch him in the act, but just. Not even fails, but like humiliates himself every single time that you know Ferris yeah. <laughs> wins. <laughs> uh, when they go to pick up Sloane, <clears throat> Ferris like so they have this really dope Ferrari, of course, and he shows up wearing like he's faking being Sloane's dad, right? Yeah, so Ferris is wearing a trench coat and a fedora and sunglasses. It looks so good. <laughs> and it's just like, a, like first there's a bus, goes by, and then the Ferrari's there, and he's just standing in front. It's like and, magical. Yeah, so Rooney pulls Sloane out of class and drops, you know, drops her off in the front. And like, so she's like, well, thank you. She's like, I want to thank you for your compassion or whatever. And she's talking so nice to Mr. Rooney. And yeah. you can tell she's just BSing him. Oh, yeah. And it's so gross, but like once she gets there, he's like, "Do you have a kiss for daddy or whatever?" And then they like kiss right in front of the principal. And I, I remember thinking, I like, even as a kid, that. like, "What are you guys doing?" I forgot about that. Yeah, oh, like, God. I was thinking, I think that's strange. <laughs> yeah, they and, like made out. They made out in front of him. And then Rooney just goes, "So that's how it is in their family," and then leaves. Like, oh, what? <laughs> You're not suspicious of that at all. <laughs> yeah. They... Why does he look so young? <laughs> Why is he in a trench coat? Because and he doesn't look young when he's dressed like an adult. He's wearing a trench coat and a fedora. <laughs> that um, weird. Oh, it's so funny. Uh, let's see. Do, 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 do. I'm like trying to think like what's relevant. The thing about this movie is that all the scenes were really good, but I don't want to talk about like every single scene. Um, well, they obviously everybody gets in the Ferrari, and Cameron's like hiding on, in the like storage compartment and the, in the license back. plate of the ferrari says nervous oh that's right yeah. <laughs> which i was like should i would be too <laughs> that is funny so they head downtown and they find a parking garage chicago they're going to chicago mm-hmm. yep they find a um a parking garage and they hand off their keys to um this incredibly sketchy looking yeah parking attendant parking 
attendant. And immediately when they did that, I was like, foreshadowing for sure, this car is going to be destroyed by the time they get it back. Well, it's like so quick. He's like, I'm going to give him a five to watch it. Yeah. <laughs> and the guy's like, relax. And then immediately they just walk out of the parking garage and start walking. You see in the background that him and his friend like jump and they just skirt off like right by them. It's like they didn't even wait a second. No, the parking attendant was like, we're taking this Ferrari right now. Um, There is, it kind of cuts back to the school, what's going on while Ferris, Sloan, and Cameron aren't there. And there is a whole movement, like the Save (laughs) Ferris movement, because apparently like not only does Ferris either have cancer, he needs a new kidney, like he's blind. I don't know. There was all these things, but like one of them goes up to Ferris's sister and was like, you want to donate to the Save Ferris fund? And I'm like, this girl (laughs) is going to blow a gasket. Yeah, she just picks up the can that he's collecting and throws it on the ground. (laughs) Also, I want to note that it is a a Pepsi can and there is just a ton of Pepsi like product placement and oh yeah the 80s were really something for product placement oh yeah um, you gotta get it in there we just watched Leviathan and that was another big like Pepsi it was Pepsi too yeah, wasn't it Pepsi yeah. everywhere um you gotta make money are you a Pepsi or a Coke guy I don't know uh, this about I you I don't drink pop really yeah but if you had to pick I hate when people are like oh well, don't do that but just pick just pick one um they're both Baby. I guess I would say Coke. Thank you. Ask Coca-Cola. me. Ask it used my... to have cocaine in it. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> Do you remember back in the day when they did the um, was it the? It was like the Pepsi Taste Challenge. Like, do you remember oh, yeah. like, the commercials? They yeah, they just would have Coke and Pepsi, right? Yeah, and then they. What was it called? There was like a name, but there was like fifty of these commercials. It was all just a bunch of people trash talking Coke, and then they'd like drink Pepsi and be like, "Oh my God, this is so good!" Like they don't taste that different. Oh, they taste different. You think so? Yeah, for sure. You're both. I mean, look, I love Coke, but I was raised on it. Coca Cola, that is not the drug. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, product placement. Pepsi. Apparently, Pepsi isn't as good as Coke. That's why they had to do so much massive product placement in all sorts of '80s movies. Yeah, so she throws the can on the ground, and the guy's like, "What if Ferris? What if Ferris helped you one day, you heartless wench?" <laughs> he's like, he's like so shocked and saddened by her. Oh, I feel so bad for her. I really. And her do. other friends like, I heard when if Ferris dies, he's giving his eyes to Stevie Wonder, <laughs> and she's just like everyone's berating her with how great her brother is. But it's like every time anyone talks about Ferris, it's like, oh my god, Ferris, I love him. I'm like, this guy is the best. Um. It's so good. There's more, like, things where, like, Rooney, the principal, is trying right. to catch them in the act. Like, he calls uh. Sloane's family's telephone, but the answering machine is just a recording of them crying because they've had a death in the family. It's just yeah. lots of that. And he finally is just like, you know what? I'm going to go find him in person. Yeah. And he, the like first place. Like a weirdo. Place... You don't have any. You're a principal. I'm sure you have <laughs> like, other shit to I'm do. I'm going to dedicate my whole day to <laughs> catching this kid skipping. See, and this and is the lesson, you guys. Don't get like if someone does you wrong, don't let it ruin your life. Okay? Yeah, because Rooney did let yes, it ruin his life. Like, like he ends up losing his car, like all of these terrible things. <laughs> you gotta let your anger go. Like, don't get obsessed with someone. It's not healthy. Anyway, I did interrupt you. What he was going to the house. Well, does he go to the arcade first? No, I think he goes to the house first. So he goes to the house and he starts hitting. He right? hits the. I'm not sure if he goes to the arcade or the house first, but either way, once he's at the house, he hits the um, doorbell, and Ferris has an automatic recording. That... Oh, he, you are correct. He does go to the arcade first. Okay. Because he thinks like happens. that's what he's going to be doing. He's just hanging out at an arcade, like in the suburbs. Right, because he doesn't really <laughs> think that's a, he doesn't really think Ferris is homesick. Like he thinks he's out partying somewhere. Right, but the place friends. he goes is just like an arcade pizzeria. He's yeah, like, this is where kids are <laughs> when yeah. they skip. Yeah, school. he does like get on. He's like, <laughs> of course, children hang out here. This right, is where yeah. they go. This, is, this is hip, <laughs> and it actually goes to show how corny Rooney is. So he, he he goes there and he's it's funny it's like all this detective music's playing and he you know or something and he's got these sunglasses and he gets out of the car and he's acting like he's a detective it's really cheesy oh my god and he like flips the shades up like right on cue with the music you're like okay this guy the movie is so <laughs> feel good and it's also just like like you were saying the detective music the music cues are 
perfection. Like they yeah. haven't aged a bit. It's great. Yeah. God, I, I really like this movie. It's I, like Mandalorian level. Oh yeah, 100%. <laughs> but so he's in the arcade and he sees like someone who's like Ferris's build, but it, their back's turned. Yeah. And he's like, what does he say? He says something like, something your, really your life's ruined or like, I got you now or blah, blah, blah. He says something where it's like, uh, it's insulting. Yeah. Oh, he's like, your ass is mine. That's oh, right. what he says, <laughs> which is the wrong thing to say because it turns out it's a chick and yep. she turns around and throws, um, she spits her pop Pepsi. in his face. Yeah, <laughs> Pepsi in his face. Yeah. Um, while all this is happening, and they, like, back in Chicago, the three of them are having a blast. They're, like, in the tallest building looking out. Um, then they're at the stock market for some reason. Uh, there's more, like... What I'm doing you... the, like, hand signals. Oh, the stock market. The stock market. <laughs> <laughs> there's, um, a, like, more reason... This is why I think the film was about Cameron. Because, like, Ferris asks Sloane, like, we should get married today. Let's get married. You know, give me one reason why oh, yeah. we shouldn't. And Cameron's like, he pipes in. He's like, look at my parents. They hate each other. That's why you shouldn't get married. You're like, man, Cameron, like, yeah. buddy. I just, He's like, my heart. It's like that car. Like, he, he loves his car. He hates mm-hmm. his wife. Yeah. And it's a really powerful moment for his character, I think. It's hard. I think you're exactly right. That's when we're first introduced. There's a lot of moments where you how realize. serious. Cameron has it. Yeah, it's, he's got some some depression. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so then they're like at a fancy restaurant and they're trying to bribe the host. Um, this is a good scene. The host is like, you need to leave or I'll call the police. And Ferris is like, screw you, I'll call the police. Um, so he calls and the host goes to answer like a different ringing phone. And then Ferris breaks fourth wall and he turns to the camera and he's like, you can never go too far. <laughs> right. Because he's like, we're going to get busted. He's like, Mm-mm. I'm not going to get busted by someone like that. Yeah. And like he calls the restaurant. Yeah. And he's like, there's another phone in here somewhere. Find it or whatever. And he's just got so much attitude and he's so mad at the guy because he tells the guy like, I'm Abe Froman. And he's like, you're Abe Froman. The sausage king. The sausage of- king of Chicago. And he's like, yeah. That's me. <laughs> I like Ferris. His whole thing is like, uh, fake it till you make it. Like, he just like yeah. leans oh, in. Oh, yeah, it's all fake it till you make it. Yeah. <laughs> so the host is in another part of the restaurant, and he answers it, and then Ferris gives the phone to Sloane. Yeah. And she's like, uh, can I speak with Abe Froman, please? And he's like, can you describe him? And she describes Ferris. <laughs> and I don't get how they did this, though, because he answers a call on another line, and then it's um, like Cameron being this is Sergeant Peterson, Chicago Police, or whatever. Oh right! Remember and we had to know it was the '80s. They probably had a couple different phone lines. I have no idea. Either way, he totally pulls it, it off, and, yeah. they, and they get in the restaurant. <laughs> and they Abe have a Froman. great meal. Yeah, that's Abe Froman and company. It's so funny. Um, while this is happening, two things. I just want to bring this up because I thought it was when I saw the scene I was like is Ferris like a genius because like his mom comes home to check on him and he has like rigged a mannequin and and a like tape cassette to play like sounds of him snoring snoring. and the mannequin moves as she like opens the door to check on him it's a weighted pulley system basically with yarn or string and he has a trophy that acts as a counterweight as she opens the door. How long would that the take trophy to set will... up? Like, <laughs> you know, know what I mean? The trophy the lowers. The is only so long. And that weight, as the door moves, the trophy gets lower. And the weight from the trophy pulls the mannequin <laughs> to move, which yeah. is almost so unnecessary because you're asleep. Like, yeah. I don't know. It was but very elaborate. But it was convincing. Elaborate. I mean, it was so good. I just was like, man, I, I never like snuck out. Well, that's not true. I snuck out once, but like I didn't have an elaborate pulley system. So, like my parents just didn't <laughs> no, check just, on us. No, if you just <laughs> get, got caught, you got caught. Yeah, that's all. That's like all. I just did it. Yeah, really yeah, late. I skipped school. <laughs> you got, you got me. <laughs> you want to know what I skipped for? And it wasn't even like I skipped school. It was, I, wasn't like, it like Guitar Hero? Party? Yeah, I snuck out in the middle of the night to go play Guitar Hero down the street. <laughs> Nice. I was a real wild kid. <laughs> wow, child. Did you ever sneak out? I mean, we, yeah, we did all kinds of terrible things. <laughs> <laughs> Your childhood was so much more Ferris Bueller than mine. It wasn't Ferris Bueller. You didn't have an elaborate pulley system to convince? No, no? no we just got in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> what did trouble entail? Were you like super grounded? <clears throat> I guess. 
You don't even remember. Am I on trial? No, I'm just curious. I'm trying to I'm trying to have a childhood vicariously through you. Oh, I see. Yeah, I didn't do anything fun when I was a kid. I was I a student. I couldn't go student. to football games after that one night. That's for sure. Really? Anymore, Were you like yeah. banned from football games? <laughs> well, yeah. The, I mean, I wasn't banned by the school. <laughs> I was in trouble. <laughs> yeah, my childhood was weird. <laughs> I don't. I think it was fun. <laughs> well, Ferris totally pulls it off. He's a genius. Um, then we like cut to Ferris's sister at the school. She's having an internal monologue. Um, and she just is like, she's so mad at Ferris. She hates that Ferris gets away with everything. That Ferris is like this, like the perfect son when she knows that he's not. <clears throat> and then there's another fourth wall breaking moment with Ferris in the restaurant bathroom. And he's, this is how I knew the movie was definitely about Cameron. Because he basically talks about Cameron. Um, how he has a really cold home life. And it's really sad. Mm. Movie very sad. Uh, they narrowly avoid uh, Ferris's dad. They get out of the restaurant. Well, they... hold on. <laughs> so uh, he just kind of glossed over. That. Well, I'm trying to like pick and choose. <laughs> I could talk about every scene in this movie for like, four hours. Dad happens to be at the restaurant. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, and but they, they narrowly avoid him. Um, yeah. They like, get into a tax. Oh, yeah, they both get into different taxis because then like they pull up next to each other. Um, Remember that it's like the his dad's in Is that one right taxi. After that, no, but I mean that's for them. It's right after that. Right, right. Um, like if we're going chronologically, this is when the principal is in the downtown joint. But um, we already talked about that. Gotcha. Yeah, it's weird because there's a couple different storylines going on. You know, it's like Ferris and company, and then it's Rooney, and then it's mom, and then it's sister. But they all kind of intertwine. Um, they end up, uh, the three of them end up at a baseball game. Um, they're, there's like save Ferris is on the billboard. Right. <laughs> the movement is like citywide. It's very cool. Um, let's see. Oh, and then this is when Rooney decides cause he can't find, um, Ferris at the local cool kids hangout spot in town. <laughs> so he's like, maybe he really is sick. So he decides he's going to drive to Ferris Bueller's house, <laughs> which is what a dumb principal, man. Uh, he rings the doorbell. The doorbell is basically just a recording of Ferris saying he's too sick to come to the door. The principal is not that stupid. Um, he knows it's a recording. He goes, like, snooping around the house like a freaking weirdo. Like, he's, bra- like, looking into windows. Um, but he's, like, losing his shoes in the mud. He tears his pants open. A lot of slapstick. Like, he's just Yeah, not- a, lot of, a lot of that where you're, like, um, you know, he's deserving of it because, like, this is very unrealistic. Like, what type of principal? So unprofessional. So he like, how does he, like... Okay, so he gets into the back, right? Yeah. And how does he get in, though? Like, he gets into the house. I, I want to say he gets in through a window. Because doesn't the sister, like, find him? Like, climb... I she don't... comes home while he's in there. Yeah. It's... Oh, he gets in through a doggy door. Because they have a Rottweiler. So he tries to get in through the doggy door, but the Rottweiler sees him, and then chases him around the property yeah so like while this is all going on there's another iconic scene um at the art museum and this is a scene that i thought was a family guy original but it's not (laughs) yeah family guy redid it (laughs) i didn't know that it was like a reference i I told you every time that that was first you'd say so many things and they're always like movie references i'm like i'll never watch it it's one of the greatest like little montage scenes in 80s history movies history i think because it's like there's like kids with their like hands across america walking through and like all these there's beautiful music playing it's it's a really artsy scene and it's just a lovely kind of feel-good scene it's just like shots back and forth it's beautiful music shots of paintings close-up shots of their faces like looking at it um kind of back and forth it was i mean it's real quick there's no dialogue right it just no, like no it's, it's just almost it's like just, a music video it's just capturing the energy kind of the vibe and energy of their day yeah and what they're experiencing and how they're growing and it's just very well done, I think. Iconic. Everyone knows it, except for it's me. It's just lovely, man. It's beautiful. <laughs> it's beautiful. Uh, <clears throat> then, then the three of them are in a parade. Like, they're, Oh, this is when they're in the taxi. And then 
uh, Ferris's dad pulls up in another taxi right Again, next to them. Again, runs yeah. into them for the second time and doesn't see them. They have some luck, I'll tell you. Their luck is both good and bad, but it's like the universe <laughs> is like, you think you're good, Ferris? Prove it. Like, I'm going to set you up. Uh, but yeah, they managed to get out of that too. Um, so while that's happening, it cuts back to the principal who is still hiding from the dog. Yeah, and so this is one of the things, another thing I don't get with the movie, because he orders, like, flowers? (laughs) Do you remember that? Like, to Ferris's house to distract He didn't didn't order flowers. The flowers came from the English department, wishing Ferris Ferris. well. And he just happened to be there to, like, intercept them. That's right. Uh, He did, like... He, like, got in. Like, somehow he did get into the house. Because then, like, the well, doorbell rang. Well, he used rings. the flowers on the dog. Remember that? Like, oh, he... that's right. Did he, like, poison the dog? I don't know. Like, the dog ate some flowers and then got sick. Which, like, some flowers could be lethal. Yeah. Like, what if he... We know for a fact he didn't <laughs> kill this dog because the dog shows up later. But, yeah, when we watched it, I'm like, he just killed their dog. <laughs> How was that? Like, this guy might honestly kill Ferris. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, so he does get in. He gets, like, a flower delivery. It's super funny because, of course, the flowers are from the English department. Everyone loves Ferris Bueller, except yeah. Rooney and his sister. Uh, the three of them, Cameron Sloan and Ferris, are, like, so they're in this parade, right? They're walking through the parade. Uh, Ferris is always the star of the show, and he's lip-syncing a song, um, on top of one of the floats, it turns into this he whole thing. He gets scene. into the parade. Somehow, yeah, somehow it's... Ferris is gets into the parade. <laughs> yeah, and he sings like I recall Central Park and fall, and then and then they do the Twist Beatles. And shout. Twist and shout yeah. with the entire Chicago downtown Chicago is singing. Party, and they just party. And it's like who the hell is this guy? They're like Ferris Bueller, man. Infectious good time. Uh. Well, I feel like this is when we see Sloan and Cameron kind of have a conversation as they're watching Ferris, like, lip-sync his way through Twist and Shout. And she's like, oh, Cameron's complaining about things how, like, they always just work out for Ferris, and he doesn't know what he's going to do. And Sloan's like, college, I'm going to do college. And Cameron's like, for what? And Sloan's like, well, what are you interested in? Interested in. And he says, nothing. And I'm like, He wow. says, I don't know. Yeah, it's, uh... I like that. So true, man. It, I, yeah, man. But it, when I said that, I'm like, God, that's freaking relatable. It's like you're just you do it because you're supposed to do it. It's not because. Yeah. Well, who's supposed to know what they're supposed to do at 17 or 18 anyway? I hate America. That's not true. But I, just, I hate <laughs> all the pressure they put on kids to like here go sign your life away. You don't even know what you want. That's right. It just bumps me out. Get that but, debt. Anyway, while that's while that real truth is happening, everyone is dancing to Twist and Shout, and it's great. Um, while Rooney is currently, you know, doing a little B and E in the Bueller house, <laughs> uh, Fueller, Fueller's Ferris, Ferris's sister shows back up at home to look for Ferris. She's got the same idea. She's like, "I'm gonna catch him in the act." And well, she just busts through his room door, and that yeah. causes his um pulley system to just throw the mannequin up like he sits wide up and she's like i knew it and then she slams the door and the mannequin falls back down she's so bitter about it uh she like calls her mom's work to like rat him out like while this is all happening though the principal is sneaking around the house like a freaking creep and he hears her come in so he thinks that it's ferris it's ferris and she hears someone and she's like she thinks that it hits ferris Ferris. yeah (laughs) and they like jump and around a corner at each other and and she screams her head off then kicks Rooney in the face like three times and doesn't or something. it like knock him out it knocks yeah, yeah. him out knocks cold, him out cold. <laughs> and his, he's already just like disheveled his pants are all torn up from the dog and his suits are all dirty <laughs> she, yeah, she, he lost his boots in the mud remember like, <laughs> yeah. he, so she of course calls the police to be like so freaking intruder in my house um, she says her name is Bueller and the operator's like oh I hope Ferris is doing alright <laughs> Yeah. But she, what does she say? She's like, I'm very protective of my body. Like, yeah, I don't want it violated. I or killed. <laughs> can you imagine? I cannot imagine calling nine one one and they're like, Oh, your brother's okay. I'm like, I seriously was almost assaulted in my home. Like I got to drop kick this guy. <laughs> um, the the principal's car is getting towed. Um, 
Yeah, a lot's happening. The the sister is like, because uh, she's like in the inner, because she, she's like using the intercom to communicate with the principal, with Rooney, because she like knocked him out cold and like go, like went into to hide in her room, I think. Yeah. And she tells him, um, you know, you got to, if you're still in the house, you need to leave. I've called the police. I also have herpes yeah. and a gun. <laughs> I just love her energy. <laughs> um, he does, so the principal does leave, but he drops his wallet in the kitchen, which is a bit of foreshadowing later. Um, and he, of course, does the 80s thing where he has to chase after his car being towed. <laughs> Yeah, he had a bad day. He, I mean, he's it's about to get even worse. Like, it doesn't get any better. <laughs> um, the three, the main three, Cameron, Sloan, and Ferris, pick up the Ferrari from the garage. It's totally fine, um, which I could not believe it. So I'm like, cool, that's a win for them. That's more Ferris luck. Uh, they're driving, but they realize, this is when they realize, like, the mileage is sky high. Like, clearly there has been some joyriding. The car is in great condition, but there's a, yeah, like, his then, dad's going to know there's mileage on this car that wasn't there And then before. Cameron just, like, screams for, like, the longest time. And then he just goes, like, catatonic, like, he, his eyes. Yeah, it's like a state of shock. <laughs> <laughs> Was, while this is happening, wasn't there also a scene where, like, back at the Bueller house, the doorbell rings and the sister thinks it's the police. When she opens it, it's like a troop of well-wishers for Ferris. It's like a singing telegram and a bunch and of a people. And a sexy nurse. Yeah. They're like, yeah. It's for Ferris. She's so mad. <laughs> She's so pissed. Um, Cameron is still like completely shell-shocked. Uh, it, well, they go and hang out at the pool, right? Yeah, so they go to the pool... This is, was it Sloane's pool? Whose pool is this? I, they don't ever say, but I, I'm guessing it has to be Sloane's house. Right. So they're all kind of chilling and... He's just, they have him propped in a chair by the pool and he's still sitting there like just frozen and Ferris and Sloane are in the hot tub. Yeah. Kind of like worried about him, but don't he's they like shove him. him into the pool? No, no, What no. happens? He's just sitting there catatonic and then he just finally like looks over at them. And then looks down at the pool, and he just falls into the pool himself. And like, he, he just has given up. He's like, <clears throat> yeah. take me. <laughs> and he goes, and he just sits at the bottom of the pool, and he looks up, and he just waits to be rescued. <laughs> <laughs> they do rescue him. Is it, it's Ferris that rescues him, right? Yeah. Yeah. And he says, and then Cameron says, Ferris Bueller, you're my hero. And then laughs, and Ferris starts hitting him, and he gets really angry. <laughs> <laughs> so, now we're like... There's a, there's a scene with, with Charlie Sheen. This, this movie has everything. Um, the sister is at the police station because they're all mad at her because apparently she made a false 911 call. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel so bad for her. Um, so she's in trouble, and Charlie Sheen is, of course, the bad boy with the leather jacket. And he looks at her, he's like, drugs? <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, what? Dr- drugs? <laughs> yeah, that's the first thing he says. I love that part. It's so good. Oh, it's so funny. Drugs. He's like, what's wrong? And she's like, I hate my brother. Um, and he says, you're upset because your brother ditches school and doesn't get caught. And you should focus more on yourself and not her brother. Which I'm like, man, there's some there's some truth bombs in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> but then he says, doesn't he say like... He's like, I know someone you should talk to. And she's like, if you say Ferris Bueller, you're losing a testicle. And he's, and like, he's oh. like, oh, so you know him. <laughs> Everyone knows Ferris. Everybody. Oh my god. I just love how Ferris oh, so is know. like, he's like the fix-it guy, you know? It's like you need something done. Or he's, even like if you're having a bad day, Ferris Bueller's gonna give you some good advice. He's the dude. He's the dude. Um, The main three take the Ferrari back to the garage. Uh, they prop it up on like a... Oh my god, I can't think of what those are called. Like a car jack or something? Yeah, yeah. They jack up the back end and put the car in reverse. To fix the mileage, they right? Think it's gonna, yeah. But it doesn't work. No. Of um, not. <laughs> and Cameron like loses it. <laughs> like, doesn't he like start hitting the car and just like screaming? So and... this is the. I'm trying to think of the word. It's like the climax of his. Character. Yeah, this is like the, the big right thing. Word. Like he's about to have a breakthrough. Like top of the arc. He completely like breaks down. Yeah. Um, and he just starts kicking the car and dents the front end super bad. And he's like complaining about his father. And... Oh God, he's so mad about his father. Um, 
it's really sad. But what ends up happening is it like the car falls off the jack and it's not in park and it just rolls out. Well, it's still in reverse while he's kicking it. And as oh, he's kicking right. it, you see that the jack's kind of starting to lean more and more and more, but yeah. they can't really tell. And um, he just kind of, he's like, wow, can you believe that? And he like steps on it and then it just flies out of the back because the back of the garage is all glass and then it's a cliff it's beautiful yeah. um property yeah it just flies off and it's obviously totaled now oh yeah this really <laughs> dope ferrari there's only like 600 of them in the world right it was like a really limited make ferrari you're like yeah. oh my god uh and ferris ferris is a good guy like legitimately he offers to take the blame he's like this is too much heat for one person like i'll take it you know but cameron's like no um, I'm going to take a stand. I put up with everything. You know, I'm not going to do this anymore. I'm going to take a stand against my dad. Um, so it's so bad. It's so bad, but it also is kind of a wonderful moment. Cause then like all this, again, another great music cue and this inspiring music is playing. Um, and he's going to take the heat and zoom in on his face. He does say something about how, like, um, how, like, I'm trying to see, I know I wrote this down. He said, um, that it was, he realized when he was catatonic that it was ridiculous to be so afraid all the time. Oh, yeah. I'm tired of being afraid. Yeah. And I thought that was, man, if anyone had character development in this film, it was freaking Cameron. Like, he was, I think, really the star of the show. We didn't really know, but, um, I mean, it's kind of wrapping up at this point. I think. Yeah. Um, they, so Sloan and Ferris leave and he drops her off at her house, right? Yep, they kind of talk about getting married. Like, it's going to be a real sweet thing. Um, the sister, like, when the mom goes to pick her up at the police station, she's making out with Charlie Sheen. Um, of course she is, because he's so suave. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they. Uh, Ferris realizes that what time it is, and he has to run from oh, someone's yeah. house. And yeah. now he's, like, sprinting home at the same time trying to get there before um and mom and his his sister who are driving home from the police station and it's (laughs) funny because he just keeps running into everyone again like he's running down the street and his dad sees a guy running and he takes like a second look you know and then ferris like runs off and goes into someone's yard he's like running through people's houses he almost he gets hit by his mom's car as she's driving but she somehow doesn't realize it's ferris well like her mom's looking at all these papers Remember that? She's got like mail or something. I She's don't even through. remember those, but and, I believe it. <laughs> and so her, the sister's driving and the mom's looking and she's like yelling at her about the police thing. And then like <laughs> she slams in the brake because it's like she almost hits Ferris. And they like lock eyes and they have like this long stare it's, off. It's a legitimate And the papers kill fly bill. everywhere. That's why the mom is like, you know, she's like, what are you doing? The, the sister and him lock eyes. Yeah. She's the only one hit <clears throat> to it. And it's like they such kinda a... They kind of grin. It's a Kill Bill moment. It's yeah. like, ee, ee, ee. So he starts sprinting and the sister just floors it. And then the mom's like, what are you doing? And she's like trying to get home before him so he can get in trouble. <laughs> and she's driving so crazy that they end up getting pulled over. Oh, that's right. The police <laughs> yeah. start chasing them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but she's like, his sister literally is like, I do not care anymore. Like, I'm going to catch my brother. Um, they get pulled over. Uh Everything ends up working out for them because Ferris does get there. Um, they get there at like the same time. He like was using trampolines to clear yeah. the fences. Yeah. Um, and he, he tries to get in through the back of the house, but it's locked um, while his parents are going to the front. And when he looks up for the spare key, it's Principal Rooney. Well, he, he moved the spare key and he's yeah. like looking for this or yeah. whatever. And he goes, and like, I got you, What are you Ferris. doing here? You psycho. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I liked it when the parents enter the front of the house. There's like the whole entire house is filled with balloons and like flowers <laughs> and get well Ferris cards. Like, <laughs> it's amazing. But this is when like the sister kind of has a change of heart too because she <clears throat> ends up saving him from Rooney because she like found Rooney's wallet, wallet that he had dropped and she's like, you know, I have proof that you broke into this house now, basically. Um, so I guess she kind of took Charlie Sheen's advice and was like, I need to f- worry more about myself. Yeah, Charlie Sheen was like the, a messenger, you know? Just yeah, he quick, was. He's like an angel that just popped in and out of the movie. Yeah, he really did something for her. <laughs> she made out with him and uh, had a change of heart. <laughs> the power of Charlie Sheen. <laughs> uh, so she basically blackmails Principal Rooney and then um, 
Yeah, Ferris runs into his bedroom, quick gets undressed, jumps into bed. Parents, of course, are coming up the stairs and they find him and he looks sick. Like, <laughs> Yeah, totally worked out. Because he's probably so freaking hot and sweaty from running through like 50 <laughs> yards to get there. <laughs> oh my gosh, it was so funny. Um, and then, yeah, then there's like the one big line. It, they leave and he turns to the camera and he says, life moves pretty fast. Stop and look around once in a while or you'll miss it. And then it's just great music. It's a beautiful story. Mm-hmm. But there is one more scene. It's the Principal Rooney because you got to like make sure he's humiliated one last time. He looks horrible. Oh, right. Yeah. As he's like walking and yep. one of the bus drivers pick him up. The school bus driver <laughs> picks him up. So he has to get on this bus with a bunch of kids. And one of them gross. offers him uh, some warm gummy bears from his pocket. Uh, yeah. <laughs> And it's like the last thing he sees is some guy has saved Ferris on his on his notebook. <laughs> and then it's Wasn't it the, the water tower at one point said save Ferris? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so there's like the credits and then of course the most famous scene that Deadpool parody that I didn't know. Um, and it it was uh, Ferris in that really iconic robe. He like comes out of the bathroom and he's like, you're still here? It's over. Go home. Go. And the music's like, chicka chicka. Yeah. Day bow bow. Yeah. Day bow bow. Chicka chicka. Yeah. And that's, um, that's Ferris Bueller's Day Off. That's Ferris Bueller's Day Off. I think Lyric's had enough of our podcast. Are you oh, bored? Lyric. Poor baby. I know. It's so boring. We're just sitting in a room. I bet Lyric would love Ferris. Yeah. She would probably like him. Do we know anyone who has, like, Ferris Bueller energy? Who's got good Ferris Bueller energy? Me? You're not like a fix Lyric? it guy. <laughs> Lyric's got Ferris Bueller energy. Yeah, things do say, seem to work out for Lyric. Well, what did we think? Well. Of the film. Well, let's see. Let's see what I got here. Um, do you want some IMDb trivia? No. Lyric, does. <laughs> Lyric doesn't either. Okay. Well, I don't care. We're going to do IMDb <laughs> trivia. Trivia, 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 trivia. Okay. Um, what year do you think this came out? Don't look. 84. Wrong. Try what? <laughs> was it five? No, wrong. Oh, six. <laughs> 1986. Um, PG-13. It was an hour and 43 minutes long. It was a comedy. Um, their quick one-line synopsis was, a high school wise guy is determined to have a day off from school, despite what the principal thinks of that. <laughs> <laughs> tagline? Really? <laughs> the tagline was, one man's struggle to take it easy. <laughs> Directed by John Hughes. All right. Johnny Hughes. Trivia time. I had a couple. How many did I have? We got a few. Okay. Uh, did you know, during the parade scene, several of the people seen dancing, including the construction workers and the window washer, originally had nothing to do with the film. They were actually just dancing to the music being played. And John Hughes, the director, thought it was so funny that he told the camera operators to record it. And they used it in the movie. So that was That's like authentic. Awesome. Yeah. Really? Yeah, it's even the like the choreographed part, like the Uh, whatever scenes where the window washer and the construction worker was dancing were. um, Oh, I got candid. Um, so Ben Stein was the guy who was the economics teacher who was like Bueller, um, and he said John Hughes told Ben Stein, who has a degree in economics, uh, to present an actual economics lecture in his scene. Um. So nothing is scripted except for roll call. Like that class was like he was teaching a real economics really? class. Yeah. A what economics? Uh, voodoo economics. That was all like his real thing because it's so boring. That's why those kids look like legitimately very bored. Uh, that's so funny. Uh, so for for Charlie Sheen's character in order to get the really drugged out effect for his role he actually stayed awake for more than 48 hours before that scene was shot so he just like because he does look remember when the camera cuts to him you're like oh jesus Christ. <laughs> this guy looks wrong 48 hours oh my god yeah i uh, so john hughes and bill paxton worked together on weird science and I guess John Hughes offered Bill Paxton the role of the garage attendant that goes joyriding in the Ferrari. Uh, but Paxton turned it down because he felt the role was too small. And he regrets turning it down later because Hughes never offered him a role again. Really? <laughs> yeah. Bummer. Hmm. 
the Ferrari was a 1961 GT250. I have no idea what that means. Um, it was a modified MG sports car. Again, don't know what that means. The producers received several very angry letters from car enthusiasts who thought the car shown was a real Ferrari that was actually wrecked, but it wasn't an actual Ferrari that they wrecked. Oh, people were like mad that they wrecked it? Yeah, they're like, dude, that you do not wreck that car, not even for a movie. But of course, it was just a prop car, so all is well. Um, do you want to know who else was considered for the role of Ferris Bueller? It's quite a of list. Of course I do. This is actually a really interesting list. Um, so Ferris Bueller was almost Rob Lowe. Tom Hanks? No, but Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise, risky business. John Cocktail. Cusack. Jim Carrey. Johnny Depp, Robert Downey Jr., and Michael J. Fox were all considered for this role. I could see Cusack, maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I think, I think, I mean, it's hard to imagine anyone, but. Broderick, yeah. Yeah, he just did it Cruise so well. Cruise would have sucked. Cruise would have freaking sucked. I hate Cruise. <laughs> he does all his own stunts. Every time we bring Tom up Tom Cruise, Cruise, you're like, but he does all his own stunts. I don't care, man. <laughs> Doesn't mean he's not still a weirdo. <laughs> um, guys, that's uh, that's all it. I think we got to start talking about final thoughts. Final thoughts. Trevor, give me your final thoughts on Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Ferris Bueller holds up even thirty-four years later. Dang. It does. I mean, that's my biggest thing. It holds up, and it's like classic. Always will be. And I think people will be watching it for many years to come. It was inducted into. I should have wrote this down, but I read that it was actually, you know what, I might, I have the Wikipedia open. Let me see. Wikipedia. Uh, 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 uh. Oh, it was selected for preservation in the National Film Registry by the Library of Congress uh, because it was deemed culturally, historically, and aesthetically significant. Whoa. Yeah, that's a, quite an honor. That is. True story. Okay, sorry. Back to your final thoughts. I mean, yeah, that's really, <clears throat> obviously, I love this movie, and I think that I'll just I'll be watching it probably the rest of my life. Yeah. It's just one of the ones, you know, if you're chilling, it's just a good one to throw on the tubey. The TV tube. <laughs> I've never heard you refer to the TV as a tubey in our TV. entire association. <laughs> Are those your final thoughts? Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Okay. Um do you want to hear my final thoughts? Lyric, do you want to? She didn't answer. She looks really sad. Okay. Final thoughts. I don't have any criticisms in this movie, not a single one. I thought it flowed very well. The music was incredible. The acting was great. The message was lovely. It's a all-around feel-good movie. Even like the hijinks, it was just a perfect blend of everything. Absolutely freaking loved it. 100% understand why it's classic. Everyone should watch this. Yeah. True. Those are my final thoughts. Um, what else we got? You we have gotta to. Rate it. We gotta rate it. Okay, Trevor. What's your drink of choice? I'm going first? Yeah, that's the rules. You always go first and I go second. Okay. I'm going to do uh, mini beers. Is it because of St. Patty's? I just like mini beers. They, <laughs> they look like little beers. Are we going to go get mini beers after, after we this could. recording? We should. Okay. We need to watch our next movie. That's true. Lyric, come on. We're doing a podcast. Stop Lyric, it. stop it. God, Lyric. Shut up. Lyric, you're so annoying. So I'm going to, you know what? I think I'm just going to do it. Five out of five mini Whoa. beers. <laughs> 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 yeah. A perfect score. <clears throat> okay. Now ask me. Ow. Um, what are you, what's your drink of choice? <laughs> um, because it is, because it is. St. Patty's season. It's never just a day. It's a season when it's in your blood. I'm going to do Guinness. Guinness. And I'm going to get absolutely trashed because I'm going to drink... <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to drink five Guinnesses. Perfect score. Perfect which means score. it's our second double perfect score. Double perfect score. <laughs> what was our other oh, double perfect wrong. score? Oh, Lyric. She's feeling it. What um? What was our other double perfect score? I don't know. The Rock. It was The oh, Rock. The rock. The rock. Oh shoot. Well, that's great. Um, Ed I think Harris. Ed Harris. <laughs> Poor Ed Harris. 
Lay down, baby. All right, well, let's wrap this up because the dog's getting restless. That's <sighs> true. It's hard when you got a German Shepherd. All right. Uh, I don't know that we're going to say what we're doing next because our continuity... Could be lethal weapon. And we, we promo <laughs> lethal weapon at the end of another one, too. Shit. So at some point, you guys are going to hear about lethal weapon. Uh, where can they find us? You can find us at Tell Me You've Seen This, uh, Twitter, Instagram, <laughs> and Facebook. Also, you can email us at tell me you've seen this at gmail.com. And we if like you to hear talk you. Shit. Yeah, please. We love it when you guys talk shit. Email us. Talk um, shit. We'll read it. We'll read it on the podcast. If you have strong opinions, do you disagree with our double perfect score for Ferris Bueller? Or um, yeah, if I you mean, do, we don't care. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, honestly, we don't. But we love to read about it. So <laughs> in a book. <laughs> <laughs> All right, email us. Talk shit. We love you and cheers and uh, yeah. Good guys finally seen the movie. It's about time. Great Scott, now that she's seen the movie, no need to rewind. Good Lord, she's finally seen the movie. Crack open some wine. She's finally seen the movie. You're still here? It's over. Go. Go.